Last July, the Supreme Court of Canada uh, made a decision. They called out delays in the Canadian court system and set time limits for a matter to get to trial uh, because we had a serious backlog. We're joined now uh, by Ontario's Attorney General, Yasser Nakvi, who announced a number of new measures for improvement on uh, this today and uh, he's on the show how you doing yes sir good afternoon Kelly I'm great thank you thanks for joining us I want to first can we start off with what kind of problems were we seeing in the court system well as you mentioned in in your in your intro that the the Supreme Court of Canada issued a decision called the Jordan decision in in July where basically they they, they put a call to action to all provinces and the federal government, including the judiciary and, and lawyers involved in the system, saying that we have to do better in ensuring that there is a speedy uh, trials in our criminal system, that there not be unreasonable delays. And they've actually put very hard timelines under which criminal cases uh, must uh, must complete. Of course, there are exceptions to those hard lines, but they've really made a, made a point. They called it a sort of a cultural of complacency that exists uh, in the system. And I'm really uh, happy and excited that we've been working on 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 solutions that will um, uh, transform our our system, and we've announced a very comprehensive package today that will result in not only targeted resources in terms of more judges and and crown lawyers and defense lawyers uh, and staff to expedite uh, 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 cases and have more fa- faster and fairer criminal justice that will enhance public safety, but also to ensure that we've got a uh, action plan, plan around bail so that those who are low-risk individuals and vulnerable can serve their bail in supervision in the community as opposed to clogging up our jails. What were the hard timelines that the Supreme Court of Canada suggested? Well, so they, they set up uh, two timelines, one for the Ontario Court of Justice, which has sort of uh, a bulk of the uh, criminal cases, but less serious in nature, uh, at 18 months, yep. and a superior court at 30 months. Superior Court of Justice will deal with cases uh, like murder um, and, you know, aggravated uh, sexual assault. And what, uh, do, what if you don't reach those timelines? Are well, those so they're not? There is no automatic right to stay, but an accused person can bring an application uh, that uh, that uh, uh, that their case be be stayed. Uh, it's it's not a, a just simple um, uh, request. Uh, one has to uh, um, uh, demonstrate that there has been an unreasonable delay, and the delay is not as a result of um, a defense delay or other uh, exceptional uh, circumstances. The fact of the matter um, is that, that that the Supreme Court of Canada told the entire country that our system is too slow and that we have to do uh, we have to take real action. Um, but the to, fallout of a stay would be that somebody might actually get off with a crime. Uh, uh, well, you have to remember a person is accused, right. presumed to be innocent, but yes, uh, that charges could be dropped uh, against right. that individual. So it's a, it's a serious issue. Right. And that's why we, as Ontario, are the first province to come out and respond to the Jordan decision uh, that we announced today. What were some of the new measures? So, um, as I said earlier, we are doing, uh, uh, we've announced uh, 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 13 new uh, judges. Uh, we've announced 32 new Crown Attorneys, uh, 15, uh, 16 co- duty counsel for, for defense and, uh, and court staff. But we have also uh, have announced uh, significant uh, uh, supports and programs in our, in our bail system because that's where you, you, you the first 
the, uh, a person comes into the contact with the court system for the first time if they are under arrest, and we see where most of the clogging in the system takes place. So we want to make sure that those individuals who are low risk or are vulnerable um, can be released in the community um, in a hearing that is expeditious in, in nature under supervision. Um, and all these uh, reforms will result in a faster and fairer criminal justice uh, system that will enhance public safety. How uh, much do you think you're going to speed this up by? Uh, you know, uh, we've, we've done, we did a lot of consultation and we have received a lot of support from the judiciary and from other partners in the justice system. They tell us this is going to have a, uh, will have a meaningful impact and we should be able to uh, really meet the, the timelines that are set out by the Supreme Court of Canada. You know, it's interesting, uh, you know, we look at these things when, uh, you know, on first blush, when you look at the story of people waiting, you know, to get to court, you think, okay, that must be, uh, imagine if you're falsely accused, that would be, uh, you know, just a torturous amount of time to wait to have your day in court. But, you know, we rarely think of the victims. That's also very difficult for the victims of crime and their families to be waiting. In January, the province is going to launch a new program uh, where they're going to embed Crown attorneys into police stations. How is this going to help? So I'm glad that you raised uh, the victims because we have to always remember uh, the impact on them, and they, as much as as much as an accused, want uh, a speedy resolution to the issue, uh, to have a determination of guilt or innocence. So it is important to the entire uh, society. You mentioned embedding crowns. One of the things we're trying to do is, and this is something that we're going to pilot here in Toronto and uh, another uh, jurisdiction in Ontario, where we want to have our crown and police work closely together to see if um, if charges is, uh, charges uh, are, are merited, whether what kind of evidence is is available, whether there could be diversion if it's a as a low risk uh, uh, individual. All this to enhance collaboration between our police and our crown, so that we can have. Uh, uh, better decision-making right from the beginning um, and um, a speedy uh, run through the entire process. Right. So you're just hoping to increase the communication by having them there. You know, there's less wait time. You can actually communicate on what's happening, uh, you know, real time. It's more than communication because they work hand in hand. I mean, police, as you know, has a responsibility of investigating yep. and collecting evidence. And, and the Crown's job is to prosecute the cases. But they will rely they rely on the investigation and the evidence that is collected uh, by the police. If they are working together from, from the beginning uh, of a matter, especially those are complex issues, easier it is for the Crown to prosecute those cases. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.